This is the inside scoop, and we are starting to see a little separation in college football as recruiting is about to hit the home stretch. Today we're live. Shout out to everybody watching on YouTube right now. And we're going to talk all about the recruiting fallout from big visit weekends at Auburn, Texas, Ole Miss, and Kentucky. In this video, we're going to get the experts on and hit on all the major developments from the weekend. So come on in, get settled. We are live. Now, going to hit on a couple things before we get into the segments. These are topics that I think deserve a little attention, but they're not going to get their own segment. Let's head out to Boulder, where Colorado hosted a pair of big-time receivers. Nick Marsh, Michigan State four-star wide receiver commitment was out there. So was Cam Coleman, five-star commitment to Texas A&M. Now, Colorado has dropped two in a row, but they battled. Much better performance than I expected to see on Saturday. And I think it made an impact with recruits. We'll talk about it later in the week. I actually think Nick Marsh is going to join this show. So be on the lookout for that video. Now, Auburn, I think Auburn also had a similar game against Georgia, right? It's a recruiting win. Now, we don't do moral victories on the inside scoop, but in year one, it's about growth and selling recruits how they're the missing link. You got to spin recruiting, and even in a loss, you can come out ahead. But when you lose by seven in year one to the defending national champs, that's what you can sell. So the last recruiting development I want to cover before we get into our first guest is five-star defensive lineman Aiden Breland. He made an announcement that he's going to make an announcement on October 14th and let everybody know where he's going to school. So we got just under two weeks until Aiden Breland, the number five ranked defensive lineman in the country, announces his college decision. He's down to three schools. Georgia, Oregon, and Miami. Let me know in the comments section where you think he's going to go. I think he might go. To, I think he's going to end up at Georgia. That's actually where I think he's going to end up. So let me know in the comment section below. All right, we're going to get this thing started. But first, subscribe to the On3 Recruits page. Look at this. It is blowing up. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. We love recruiting. You love recruiting. So hit subscribe to that On3 Recruits channel. All right. First guest of the show. The great Jerry Hamilton from inside Texas. Jerry, Texas is on the march to finish with the top 10 class in 24. And this weekend, they had two key official visitors on campus, Solomon Williams, edge out of Tampa. And they also had DeAndre Carter, offensive lineman committed to Auburn. He's from California. Let's start with edge Solomon Williams. His plans got moved a couple times. He's finally on campus for his official visit. What are you hearing on his recruitment now that this visit has concluded? Yeah, I think what's interesting, uh, Josh, is at, at the end of the summer, there was some chatter that Alabama might be out in front. I think right now this thing's trending to Texas A&M versus Texas. He was at the mm. Texas A&M-Auburn game unofficially two weekends ago. Then he was at Texas officially this weekend with his mom uh, for the Texas game against Kansas. Next weekend, he's going back to College Station for an official visit for the Aggies game versus Alabama. Uh, so, look, Josh, if we follow the visits, A&M fans are probably feeling pretty good about this right now. Uh, but I think this one's tr really trending towards Texas versus Texas A&M for one of the top edge prospects in the country who just happens to be out of Carrollwood Day High in Tampa. Uh, so that's where this one's at. It's going to be interesting down the stretch. And it'll be interesting to see. Currently scheduled to go back to Alabama for the Tennessee game. 
possibly Oregon. I'm interested to see if he actually makes those visits or how long this goes on. Is there any chance he makes it back to Texas before he makes a final decision? I don't think so. I have not heard about that, Josh. I, I, I In fact, I'd be surprised if we don't have a decision this month, uh, maybe in the first half of this month, but we'll see how it plays out. These kids have – they're in their own lane running their own race, right? So where are you leaning on this recruitment, Jerry? I'm leaning Texas A&M over Texas right now. I have to because Texas A&M gets to two visits uh, out of three weekend period. I yeah. mean, that, that's the only way you can look at this right now. Uh, but that puts a uh, uh, that puts a little more pressure on Texas as well. But there you see Solomon Williams, just a tremendous prospect, Josh. He has got strong hands, plays violent. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like A&M because of two visits in a three-week uh, span over Texas right now. Whew. Well, A&M quietly putting together a quality class. All right. The other offense, the other official visitor that was on campus is offensive lineman DeAndre Carter, and he is committed to Auburn, and he means a lot to that program right now. Auburn needs offensive linemen in this class. He's the only Auburn offensive line commitment they currently hold. And this weekend, he was in Austin. Texas is trying to flip him. How do you feel about his recruitment coming out of this official visit? Yeah, I think Texas has a legit shot here. I think this weekend was all about getting Carter and his both of his parents back on campus. Last time he'd been on campus was January 21st weekend, the Elite Junior Day. This official visit's been scheduled for a while, even though he committed to Auburn September 3rd. But mm -hmm. it's got to put Auburn on edge. Like you said, Josh, the only offensive lineman committed in the class uh, this weekend was all about Steve, Sarke Steve Sarkeesian, his connections to modern day, Southern California, that footprint Texas has in recruiting. Obviously, five-star teammate Brandon Baker just committed to Texas recently. And then Kyle Flood, that resume for development, uh, that book of development, right? Tory Becton, what they're doing from a developmental standpoint at the Texas program. And I think Texas has to overcome uh, one thing in this recruitment, uh, and that's as DeAndre Carter could see a path to earlier playing time at mm -hmm. Auburn because Hugh Freeze is at the beginning of his rebuild and his program right now uh, where Texas does have some talented offensive linemen on the interior. Right. But what's next for DeAndre Carter? I mean, did he just – is was his plans just to go see Texas and then shut it down? I mean, did he give any indication that he's open to other programs, that he's going to make a final decision? I mean, how did he leave it? Yeah, you know, what we're hearing is maybe next week, two weeks, get a final decision from Carter, or maybe it's does Texas have a realistic shot here to flip him from Auburn? I think in the next couple of weeks that's going to uh, become clear for the Texas staff. Other visits, have not heard about any other visits, official visits, obviously, um, but you find, you find it hard to believe he doesn't get back on campus at Auburn at some point before early signing period if his recruitment plays out that long. But again, Josh, I think in the next couple of weeks, Texas will have a very good understanding of where this recruitment's headed. All right, and it's a perfect time because recruiting is kind of hitting the home stretch here. We are under four months until the December 20 signing day, and Texas is going to hit the road here soon, going to do in-home visits, going to see prospects, going to talk to moms and dads. What is Texas selling? They're undefeated. They're about to hit the trail. What are they selling recruits? I think this season's been big for 2025, 2026 recruiting, right? The win over Bama, being ranked top three in the country, headed in the Red River shootout this weekend, right? Uh, but I think it's player development. I mean, look, Texas is going to have eight, nine, ten guys drafted in the NFL draft yeah. in April. They haven't had that many in the seven-round draft, right? So they have a lot to sell as far as this is the player development uh, that we have at the University of Texas under Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, that's a big selling point. And look, the other one, Josh, is you know this, you've covered this stuff a long time. K 
Kelvin Banks started as a true freshman at left tackle. Cedric Baxter, the number one running back in the country from Orlando, came to Texas and was starting before his injury. Freshmen are playing a lot for Texas. The transfer portal guys are starting at a number of positions for Texas. They have something to sell in recruiting because their freshmen are impact players. I think the 14 have played so far this year. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hill has a major role. Malik Muhammad has a major role. So those highly ranked guys, they're not just coming to Austin and sitting and watching the older guys play. They're on the field. Yeah, that's sellable. That's definitely sellable on the recruiting trail. Now, Wake O'Connelly, five-star cornerback, Kobe Black, was possibly expected in this weekend. Was he there? And what's the latest on one of the top uncommitted prospects in America? Now, Kobe Black was not on campus this weekend. Um, he's been dealing with a little bit of a uh, injury, uh, so that kept uh, that's kept him on Saturdays. I think getting treatment a little bit. But what'll be interesting this weekend, Josh? Texas is trying to get him up for the uh, Red River game against Oklahoma. Yeah. Texas hosts recruits this week. Texas A&M is working hard to get him on campus for an official visit for the Alabama game. So we've talked about it before. I really see this coming down to Texas versus Texas A&M. Wow. And there's no reason for me to back off that right now. It's going to be very interesting to see where he visits this weekend, if he visits anybody. But for the last couple of months, this has been the weekend A&M has been targeting to get Kobe Black on campus. I really like where Texas sits with Kobe Black, but Same. you consistently hear Texas A&M's name. Jimbo Fisher not going away as recruiting starts to heat up. All right. You kind of teased just now that Kobe Black will be there for the OU Texas visit uh, game. Give us another visitor or two that Texas fans could get excited because we're going to talk way more about this later yeah. in the week, you and I. But right now, who can they get excited about that will be on campus? You know, an interesting name is a kid named Dorian Brew. He's from Ohio. His father was an Olympian. He moved to Conroe, Texas, about 55 miles north of the Houston area. He's scheduled to be at the game. So he's a new name to Texas fans because he's a kid that moved in from Ohio to Texas. Uh, Texas had offered him. He's a cornerback athlete. Uh, he's, he's scheduled to be uh, in Dallas this week. Kobe Sellers, a corner out of the Houston area of Shadow Creek's been on campus a couple of times. He's scheduled to be up there as well. That list is really going to build. But I think Dorian Bruce, since he's a new name to Texas fans, adds some intrigue. Hmm. All right. Well, Austin will be bumping once again. Jerry Hamilton, I'm about to go talk a little Auburn recruiting, but thank you for dropping by the inside scoop. Exciting weekend out there. You got it. Thanks, Josh. All right. Now. Going to shift it over, talk a little Auburn recruiting with insider Jeffrey Lee. Another big visit weekend out on the Plains. Now on Saturday to number one, Georgia, 27 to 20 in a game where the Tigers led for more than three quarters. And Hugh Freeze's first year, it's about growth. And the best way to grow a program is through recruiting. And on Saturday, the Tigers hosted more than 200 recruits that saw the potential in this Auburn program. All right, so we're gonna go behind the scenes of Auburn's big recruiting weekend in this video. But before we start, Auburn fans, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. We're trying to grow this thing. You're passionate about recruiting, so are we. Go ahead and subscribe. All right, let's bring on Jeffrey Lee, Auburn Insider from Auburn Live. Jeffrey, Auburn is not messing around. They didn't just bring some commits on campus. They got a bunch of flip targets. They brought four flip targets on campus. We're going to talk about those guys in a minute. But first, four-star wide receiver Nykar. He decommitted from Georgia last Sunday and showed up to the Plains on Saturday, his very first visit after decommitting. So he's reopened his recruitment. What are you hearing coming out of this first 
back on the market visit for NICAR. Sure. A lot of positive things, uh, especially for this Auburn uh, fan base right now. You saw yesterday or Saturday against Georgia, you know, one of the big things and issues Auburn faced on offense was the lack of production at wide receiver, a lot of drop balls. And, you know, for a game that you're going to have a bunch of top wide receiver targets at, I guess if you're going to have a game where you have drop balls, that's the one where you were so close to uh, to beating the number one team in the country. And, mm-hmm. and a big reason for that was, you know, dropped balls by the wide receiver. So, uh, you know, Nye Carr saw that, Ryan Williams saw that, um, Perry Thompson was there. So a lot of wide receivers saw that. But Nye, you know, he's had a really good relationship with Hugh Freeze, with with Marcus Davis, with, with Javon Reed. So getting him there shortly after uh, his decommitment was big and really made some headway there. Uh, he's going to come back for an official visit later in the fall, maybe even in December. So Auburn certainly solidified themselves as a true contender for NICAR. Well, we've had about a week to kind of dissect his recruitment since he decommitted from Georgia. So we know Auburn's in it. Obviously, they're in it. They get the first unofficial visit since he re, uh, put himself back on the market. But who else do you think is in this recruitment besides Auburn? I think it starts with Miami. And I think you work your way north to Florida State. Uh, Penn State, Tennessee, he said yesterday after his visit to Auburn that he's going right. going to uh, Penn State for an official visit October the 14th. I don't think they're a school that had been mentioned much in his recruitment, but certainly uh, Penn State's getting in there as well. But you got to think Miami uh, is, is up near the top, Florida State, Auburn, and then you've got Tennessee and Penn State there as well. So I, I'm looking at those five schools as the true contenders, at least right now, for Nike Carr. All right. Yeah, we got a ways to go with Nikar because he's not in any rush to decide. So we'll kind of put him to the side for a minute. Now, the next four names, these guys, they were supposed to be done with their recruitment. They've already committed. And I'm talking about Ryan Williams, 2025, five-star wide receiver committed to Alabama, four-star edge, Jamonta Waller committed to UF, four-star safety, Zaquan Patterson committed to Miami, and then three-star offensive lineman Cleo House committed to Stanford. They were all at Auburn's game on Saturday. Let's start with Ryan Williams. I mean, he's no stranger to Auburn's campus. This wasn't his first visit. What's your take? What's your read on where Ryan Williams and Auburn stand? Well, you know, Ryan is a smart kid, very smart kid. He knows, uh, he he says all the right things. And he was decked out in his Auburn gear. His father obviously played for Auburn uh, 15 years ago. So there's a lot of a lot of Auburn in his family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was one of the best interviews that uh, that I had after the game Saturday wow. and that he was saying, you know, they were their playmakers away from beating the number one team in the country. And, you know, basically there are guys like me away from 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 beating Georgia. So, you know, he is uh, he says he's locked in with Alabama. He visited Auburn. He'll continue to visit Auburn. He'll be back for the Iron Bowl. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a guy to kind of keep an eye on. You know, if you're an Auburn fan, you 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 almost want to say, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, But, you know, we saw that with Demarcus Riddick. We saw it with Perry Thompson. He's just one of those guys that Hugh Freeze is working extremely hard on. Marcus Davis is is working extremely hard on. And they're uh, I think they've positioned themselves to be. In the in, in the race, you know, they're certainly if I'm Alabama, I would be a little bit concerned about Auburn at this point. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I also want to talk to you about Edge Jamonta Waller. This is one that you and I have kind of off the record off of this show 
have realized that Auburn has been trying to flip him from Florida. And now that he showed up on campus, we can talk about it. So what is your read on where things stand between Jamonta Waller, who's committed to Florida, and Auburn? Certainly trending up towards Auburn. I mean, Auburn is, you'd like to believe if you're an Auburn fan, that your de- trajectory of the program is up. You saw that yeah, uh, Saturday against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and then you look across or you look down south and you see Florida, you know, struggling. And <clears throat> you you got to think that way somewhat in the recruitment uh, recruitments of these guys. But the, the need on defense and Auburn's success on defense with the guys that they've had uh, is really – it is it, certain something Javante is certainly noticing, and there's a big connection there with Ron Roberts. There's a big connection there with Jeremy Garrett, and I think getting him back on campus after he, you know, he's pretty quiet. He's pretty quiet. He doesn't do a lot of interviews, yeah. so getting him back on campus says a lot. And he he declined an interview, which I respected very much. So, but you know, his actions there says a lot more than his words. Have they gotten him on campus for an official yet? Not yet. Okay. He came for uh, down the road. We'll see what happens with Jamonta Waller. Now there's another interesting commitment that was on campus and that's safety Zaquan Patterson. And it's Mm -hmm. interesting because he's committed to Miami. Now I know Auburn, FSU, Florida, everybody was kind of involved with Zaquan when he committed to Miami. And he did say at the time he was going to continue to take those visits and he stayed, he stayed true to that word. He showed up at Auburn. What are you hearing from Zaquan after this visit? Again, all the right things that you would want if you're an Auburn fan. He, I thought one of the interesting things that he said was after he committed, a, a lot of the schools, Michigan, Florida State, they all kind of backed off. But one school that didn't back off was Auburn, was Hugh Freeze. It was Zach Etheridge. They've continued to recruit him. He said, I talked to Auburn um, you know, as much, if not more, than I do Miami. So Auburn's, you know, if anything, they've ramped up the recruitment of him. He came to four games last year. He came Saturday to, uh, to, to the Georgia game and said, I just felt a different vibe at Auburn this time. And I'm definitely coming back for an official visit. I haven't set that date, but I will be back for an official visit. And, and right now it's Miami and Auburn It's basically what he said. So, you know, again, if, if I'm Miami, um, I, I'm sweating it. I, I'm, I'm sweating it. Uh, him, him visiting Auburn as much as he has been and will. All right, another one. We just got to see how that one plays out. Now, three-star offensive lineman, Cleo House, he was on campus. He's committed to Stanford, but he's from Georgia. How much of a priority is he for this Auburn staff right now? He's a, he's a very high priority for Auburn. He has been, and he, and he probably will be. You know, Auburn, he was, when he made his commitment, he was, he was choosing between Auburn and Stanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, including myself, thought it was going to be Auburn, and behind the scenes, it was Auburn. I, I was talking with Khalil; he was he was set to go to Auburn, but that Stanford ed- education really uh, played a role in his decision. Now, will that hold? I think if anybody is to keep an eye on as far as a flip target, I think he is one. I, I think Hugh Freeze and those guys have stayed on him. Jake Thornton getting him back um, on Saturday was a big deal, and. I, I would be keeping a very close eye on Khalil House. I, if I were making a, a mock class, I, I would have Khalil House in, in, in Auburn's class. Wow. All right. So that that could turn out to be a really important visit. Now, another really important target that was on campus that's not committed anywhere is LJ McCray. He is a newly minted five-star for on three. Two weeks ago, he, was, he got the bump along with four others. Now, LJ McCray's recruitment is already a tight battle between the three in-state Florida schools in Georgia. 
And now he shows up at Auburn and there's always Auburn's always kind of been on the outside looking in. But after this visit, do you put Auburn up with those other teams in his top group? Not yet. Now, don't get me wrong. He had a fantastic time. He was one of the guys I talked to after the game who was uh, he, he was amazed is, is the words that he used. He right. was amazed at the crowd, the atmosphere. He'd been to Auburn. He'd never been to a game at Auburn. So to see that electric atmosphere, that environment, that game, uh, the defensive line for Auburn played lights out. And, uh, you know, his relationship with Jeremy Garrett is very big here. It's keeping Auburn in that, top, I would say, the second tier of schools for him. Uh, but they're inching away with him. They're they're, they're, uh, <clears throat> they're still in this very much so. And getting him back on campus is something that they're going to prioritize. And he said, "I will be back." So that Iron Bowl at the end of November, all these guys that came today or came Saturday and saying they're coming back, that's the game that they're going to be back to. All right. Well, we'll see how it shakes out. LJ McCray, definitely one of the most coveted prospects in the country, is at Auburn this weekend. There is a ton going on, and Auburn Live has all the recruiting coverage right there. We only scratched the surface on this video. Jeffrey Lee from Auburn Live, thank you for dropping by the inside scoop. All right, let's head to Knoxville, Tennessee, where recruits were on hand for a chaotic game in Neyland as South Carolina came to town. But I'm sure recruits left impressed. A big-name pair of official visitors was on campus, plus a surprise five-star offensive tackle Jordan Seaton. He canceled his Oklahoma trip because he wanted to see what Neyland was like on a Saturday night. We're going to talk all about it in this video. Tennessee fans, subscribe to the On3 Recruits channel. We've just got this page started. We want you to be a part of it. Do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. All right, let's bring on Matt Ray from VolQuest. Matt, let's start with the official visitors. We'll go Cam McKell out of the gate, the two-way athlete out of Georgia. He's been to Colorado, UF, South Carolina, Georgia. But this weekend was Tennessee shot at him. What are your sources saying coming out of the official? Yeah, Tennessee really put their best foot forward, Cam Michael. Um, a guy that has been to Tennessee, has a certain comfort level there, and that was really reiterated this weekend. This visit timed up pretty well for Tennessee. At one point, Cam was planning to take an official visit during November for the Georgia game. That timeline has moved up because his decision timeline has moved up. He plans mm -hmm. to make a decision sometime around the 1st of November after he finishes out at Kentucky. But for the Vols, he was on a bye week this week. You were able to get him in on Friday to start that official visit. He enjoyed being around the coaches, getting to spend that quality time that you don't always get during an in-season official visit on multiple days, that is. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, it was his first game day experience, and he was blown away. Uh, going into this visit, it felt like Tennessee was at or near the top. I continue to think that Tennessee paces the way for Cam. Wow. But, you know, going he, he's going to Texas A&M this weekend, and that's the team that I feel like is probably the biggest competitor at this point. Um, the Aggies are going to swing hard. He'll see Kentucky at the end of the month, but he tells me that October, when, when October's over, that's going to finish things out for him. He would like to make a decision by the end of the first week of November, and he currently has no other visit plans at this time. Georgia's trying to get him back to campus, and, and there has been more conversation there around him playing receiver versus cornerback in Athens. So that's something that I think you have to watch. But I, I go back to something that Cam has told me multiple times, and it's he has a comfort level in Knoxville. 
Um, so I think you have to watch out for Texas A&M this weekend. But right now, Tennessee is in a good spot for Cam. Wow, that's interesting. We'll see. I know the visit made a big impact. We'll see if that visit high can stick with them until that November 1st decision date. All right, the other official visitor on campus was Daniel Hill. He's a running back, four-star out of Mississippi. And I'll be honest with you, Matt, I've really felt that this is a South Carolina-Alabama visit heading into this trip to Knoxville. What are you hearing coming out of it? Well, you know, that's kind of how we felt for some time as well. It feels like South Carolina has maybe taken a step back, but it still feels like even though Tennessee put their best foot forward with Daniel Hill this weekend, that they are still chasing Alabama. Hmm. You know, longstanding relationship with Jerry Mack, Tennessee running backs coach, uh, a lot of, a lot of, you know, relatability between those two guys and they've hit it off for some time, but the, the Crimson Tide have been a constant in this recruitment for Daniel Hill, and it still feels like they're the team behind the scenes that have the most buzz around them. Uh, Tennessee, by all accounts, the visit went very well. Um, I think Daniel Hill got to see everything that he wanted and got the questions answered that he wanted. He enjoyed what he saw from the Tennessee running backs. I mean, it was a big night mm -hmm. for Jalen Wright, Javari Small, and Dylan Sampson, all three guys finding the end zone at one point. Um, but overall, I think for Tennessee, this recruitment needs to continue to go on longer. Uh, you know, Daniel Hill was originally uh, – his timeline has moved around a couple of different times. Yeah, It allowed him to get to campus at Tennessee. I don't know that you have to get him back, but I just think you need more time to continue working and building off this official visit. Uh, you know, if, he, if he goes home and, and looks to make a decision, I, I still – I don't like where the Vols are right now for Daniel Hill. Okay. Well, Tennessee put in some work with those two official visitors. They also put in work solidifying commitments. Now, I'm looking at you, Boo Carter. Boo Carter, as we mentioned, you know, he's been one of the Tennessee's top commitments, but he was at Colorado this season. He's been talking like he's got a lot of interest in what Deion Sanders is doing. But this weekend, he was back in Knoxville. And he was working hard. I saw him recruiting Jordan Seaton. He was with some of the other uncommitted guys. What's your take on Boo Carter now that he finally made it back to Knoxville? Yeah, this was big to get Boo Carter back in Knoxville. Um, there's a lot of comfort for Boo Carter when he's in his element. And that element is as a peer recruiter. And that was on full display this weekend. He was around Jordan Seaton. He was around Daniel Hill. He was around Cam Michael. Um, he he's a guy that just relates to everybody and kids tend to gravitate toward. So for him to be back on campus for Tennessee was big. And I think for him, it reminded him of a lot of the things and a lot of the reasons that he chose Tennessee. Right. Um, Boo Carter's process made it into the summer before he ultimately committed somewhere. But last fall in October, he was ready at one point to pull the trigger after Tennessee beat Alabama and he had watched, you know, fans storm the field and, and everything that went on that night. He slowed it down and took his time to get to a decision that he didn't feel was quite as emotional. Um, but for him, I think it was really big to be back at Tennessee this weekend. He had good conversation with Josh Heifel, good conversation with Jordan Seaton, and he's really wearing that peer recruiting hat. And expect him back in town in two weeks when Tennessee hosts Texas a and Okay. All right, let's get to it. Five-star offensive tackle Jordan Seaton was in town. He was the big name on campus, and it wasn't always supposed to be like this. He was supposed to visit Oklahoma for an official visit. He called me on Wednesday to say that that visit's off, and he's taking an unofficial visit to Knoxville. So, Matt, 
How was his time in Knoxville? We've seen a lot of the pictures, a lot of the video, but what's the word on Jordan Seaton coming out of this one? Yeah, I think Tennessee, I think Tennessee nailed this visit with Jordan Seaton. I think they put their best foot forward and I think it exceeded his expectation and those around him's expectation. Um, I don't know that Jordan Seaton really knew what to expect coming in. I think he had some idea. He was really wanting to focus on the offensive line, and he enjoyed what he saw. He enjoyed seeing John Campbell um, at left tackle. I think that answered some questions about him in the way that Glenn Ellerby was able to go from Darnell Wright last fall at right tackle, producing him into a top-10 pick, to seeing John Campbell really have a strong night at left tackle on Saturday night. Um, but when he came out of the visit, it was a lot about the atmosphere and a lot mm -hmm. about the quality time that he got from the Tennessee coaches. Um, it helps when you're playing a winning brand of football. I mean, winning is the best recruiting tool that you're going to see, I think. But overall, he got a lot of face time with Josh Heupel. Um, the visit went on into Sunday. Uh, so Tennessee really had a chance to show well with Jordan Seaton, and they did just that. And at this point, it seems like they've done enough to earn an official visit, most likely in November. Yeah. I think so as well. Jordan said going into this one that he just wants to go check out Knoxville. As long as it provides everything he needs to see, he was going to book an official visit coming out of it. I think it's safe to say Tennessee will get an official visit from five-star offensive tackle Jordan Seaton. All right, speaking of big visits, Matt, when can Tennessee fans expect the next big visit weekend in Knoxville? Two weeks when when Texas A&M comes to town, a, a big matchup there. Tennessee fans have been waiting on this one for some time as well. They've had it circled on the calendar. Uh, should be another really good game day atmosphere. Um, like I said, Boo Carter will be back in town, a host of other commits, and then the weekend will probably be, probably be headlined by 2025 elite in-state quarterback George McIntyre. Mm. Wow. George McIntyre is being recruited by the best of them. Alabama, LSU, Tennessee, kind of the main contenders there. So another big visit weekend right around the corner. Matt Ray from VolQuest, thank you for dropping by the Inside Scoop. Some really good information today. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Josh. Anytime. Thanks for having me on. All right, buddy. See you. And that is it for today's live show. We are going to have more videos this week. We're going to talk to Nick Marsh, a, a video with him on his visit to Colorado over the weekend and where things stand with his commitment to Michigan State. Hit that subscribe button for me. We will see you back here on Thursday.